This podcast is proudly brought to you by Solar Heart Sydney, the most trusted name in solar with over 70 years of experience on Sydney's rooftops. You're listening to a Hope 103.2 podcast, Raising Teens by Colette Smart with Ray Kington. Do you ever feel weird? Ah, as if... Hello, I'm Ray Kington, and I'm joined by psychologist and teacher Colette Smart. You know, when it comes to raising children, it's easy to feel like you've got it all wrapped up and that you know everything. You've read the books in the early days when you didn't know anything, and now you've become acutely aware of the small changes in a child's life that you need to adapt to. You know it all, you've got all the bases covered, and then one day everything changes and things seem to move very, very rapidly. Your little child is a teen, and everything... Everything you thought you knew is out the window. It can be like a a rapid-fire assault from all angles and you're struggling to keep up. This is a podcast that will keep you in the loop, give you some information that you need to tackle these changes and hopefully gain some ground. Most importantly, this is your resource and we want to hear from you. Your challenges, advice and suggestions to share with this community of parents and teenagers. You can send your messages via the Hope Media app and we'd love to hear from you. Colette, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Ray. It's so fantastic to be um, just doing this podcast with you. Um, I I loved how you said there um, you've read the books and and so on. Uh, I think by the time my children became teenagers, I read the books and I also ended up having to write a book, not because I thought I knew it all, because it actually helped me research stuff for my own parenting. So a lot of the, the information in my own book is my own wrestling and my own figuring out parenting teens. So yeah, it's a it's a wonderful, wonderful ride having teenagers. Uh, I often say to parents, don't be afraid of the teenage years. They're wonderful. They're exciting. They've got their own ups and downs, like your two-year-old having a tantrum in, yep. in Woolies. But um, it just brings different challenges. And some days can be really tough, and some days are just amazing, all in one. So, yep, I, I hope we can help listeners through this. All right, let's uh, hear from Mel. What's the secret sauce for raising teens? Is there some key that I should know? One of the things that parents say to me is, what is the magic bullet for raising teenagers? What is the thing that I'm missing? Is there something that I'm missing? And that's when I say to parents, the small things are the big things. The small things are, in fact, those day-to-day tiny magic bullets, in a sense, of just investing in the stuff that you do, like dropping off and picking up from sport, uh, having chit chats on the way to sport, or uh, bickering a little bit when you pick up from violin, uh, you know, bickering over over dinner or getting into conversations over dinner. It's those day to day things that you invest in your child and the time you invest in your teenager that that makes the difference and. A lot of that ends up forming traditions. Family traditions are are so important. It's the rituals and the traditions that form the bonds with our teenagers without us realizing that's what's happening. One of the things that we've discovered is that (laughs) they go from just agreeing with you on everything to them wanting to talk and argue. (laughs) And then suddenly you remember, actually, I remember being like that at 13 constantly wanting to you know sprout my recently acquired knowledge as small as it is yes. and that can sometimes 
I, I suppose in the early days created tension because you're like, oh, you're an idiot. That's not a, that's not right. Where did you hear that from? But then after a while, you realise, you know what? I've just got to listen, and then I can add my two cents in. But let them get it out. I think also what what as you've said that I've realised. Over the years as a parent, uh, you know, my, my children are 20, 18 and 13. And over the years with my older kids, I realized they taught me things about myself. I actually realized that some things I held to perhaps because I'd always done it or I was raised that way. And I hadn't actually thought through when they until they pressed me or argued a bit with me. I hadn't thought about why am I still doing this or why do yeah. I actually believe this? So it changed me as a parent. And also uh, there, there's fascinating research that shows teenagers uh, who particularly argue with their mothers end up being more confident, more resilient as they become adults. And it's in that arguing uh and when I say arguing, I don't mean disrespect and, you know, free for all, say what you like, but it's that arguing and that tension that kids learn to find their voice. They learn to feel heard, that what they say matters. And they also learn to listen at times. And and we learn to listen, I suppose. But yeah, it's all, it's it's in all that, that um, it's difficult initially when you have had a, as you said, a six-year-old or eight-year-old who just went yes and no mm. and thought everything you said was wonderful and wise and suddenly you're being questioned. It, it's confronting <laughs> to you as a parent. <laughs> so um, with some of the traditions too, many of these traditions that you talk about, you know, talking about, uh, you know, um, um, yeah, birthday rituals and all this sort of stuff that, 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 that we might have in our family, uh, very often these might have been ones that have started very much since they were little kids. And these are probably, I would imagine, by and large, all worth keeping? Uh, Yes and no. So, again, that comes back to my comment earlier about am I doing this because we always did this when I was growing up or, or I've kind of dug my heels in and thought this is how we do it and we're going to always do it this way and your kids are really pushing back. Then perhaps there might be some areas you, you would go, okay, you know, let's perhaps adjust this or this doesn't need to happen anymore. But some of the bigger traditions like cultural tr- traditions or, or traditions around uh, birthdays or Christmases or, or special holidays often give a sense of teens being part of something bigger than themselves. Mm. Uh, there's something bigger and outside of themselves that actually creates safety. It creates anchors in our kids' lives, and our teenagers' lives. It, it helps them feel, this is us, this is where I belong, even though they're not going to often say, oh, thank you so much for the traditions. I'm so glad yeah. you have them. They might even still roll their eyes at it. But you notice as they get older, particularly looking at my 20-year-old, how he does look back now and particularly around um, things like Christmas perhaps he would he would really talk about things he remembered and how much it means to him now so sometimes mm. it's the it we need to push through a little bit and pick our traditions that we think are meaningful and important and stick with those even through the tumultuous times what are your teens favorite traditions we'd love to hear from you you can get in touch via the hope media app you can send us an audio message if you'd like you can also send us just a regular email message as well we would love to hear from you so check out the hope media app colette great to talk to you Thank you. This is a Hope 1032 production. Thanks for listening.